Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is Bothered. Welcome back. I'm mainly speaking to me, because I've been off for two weeks. That was not by design. That was not on poipus, um, as someone at a party who's annoying would say. However, it did happen um, originally, obviously. Like, this is, what, what day is it? It's the 5th. Remember, remember the 5th of January. That's the phrase. No, but I uh, didn't mean to be off for two weeks. I wanted to not be off for any weeks. However, I was going to pre-record one, but then I got lazy and I didn't do it. And I was like, I'll just record when I get home to Cincinnati, which is where my family is from. And then I get there and then I'm like, well, I swear a lot on this podcast. I talk about not necessarily, not crazy things, not anything that's just like, whoa, why would he say that? Just random things, sometimes dirty things, sometimes inappropriate or lewd or blue, just do George Carlin. Um, and so I was like, I don't know if I necessarily want to do that in the basement of my f Christian family's home. So I decided not to do that. Uh, and so I was like, okay, it's all right. Not going to be that big of a deal. I'll just have a week off. It's not that big of a deal, but okay, fine, whatever. Then I'm coming back and I was like, okay, cool. So we get back the, we get back on the 28th and then that's a Wednesday. I'll be able to do something and put it out on Friday. Fucking we drive like it takes norm. It should have taken us like nine and a half, 10 hours to drive back from Ohio. 17 of those was getting through the goddamn Holland tunnel from New Jersey into bro, into Manhattan. That from the time where we stopped in Jersey and there was like traffic to getting through Manhattan, they you could have watched both avatars. It took so freaking long um and then I had to go see had to. I went to go see David Tell that night cuz it was his the Caroline's last shows and so we had to go had to go see that with my buddy. Uh, and, and I just didn't have time to do it. And I normally put it out on Friday and I didn't have time. And then there was a bunch of other shit that happened. And so that's the, uh, the reason that I'm late. Um, so I think I still get detention, but I did wanted to give you guys a good reason. And by you guys, I quite literally mean nine people, but that's okay. You guys are here at the beginning. Um, cause this is the beginning of something. I, I do plan on, this is going to be something I'm trying to make it something. Um, this also might be a little bit of a shorter episode just because I'm trying to get back to get used to talking into a microphone again by myself. I've obviously been doing stand-up and getting back out there, but it's been two and a half weeks, three weeks since I've done a pod. It's also been a while since I've done a solo one. I feel like and I've been having a bunch of guests on, a bunch of my friends, fellow comedians, just talking shit, talking heat, throwing it around. So, um, what's, what's happened? We, uh, fucking Christmas is done. That was cool. Um, he is, he is risen indeed. Yup. Boy, oh boy. And I got some dope ass gifts. Um, right behind this camera is my new TV, um, which I didn't think that was going to happen. You know how sometimes you have a Christmas list and you just, you're throwing shit and you're just like, wow, whatever. Fuck. Fuck. That's never going to happen. You just put it down there. And I did that. And uh, I, I asked for a, a nice big TV, a nice big smart TV. And my parents actually got it, uh, which was dope. 
I was not expecting that at all. Um, which is nice to get something that's not expected. I mean, it was it was on my list, but I honestly forgot that it was even on the list. You know, because as you get older, you your Christmas list kind of dwindle not dwindle. It does dwindle actually. It gets a lot smaller. Like when you're a child, your Christmas list is as long as the day is long. That's a new phrase that I say, which is just it's redundant. But yeah, when you're a child, a a a wee lass or lad, and you want stuff, you just fucking everything. Everything goes on the Christmas list. You're just like cookies. Pandas, socks, fucking toy, like all of it goes on there. But as you get older, like you, str I, I struggled to figure out anything to put on my Christmas list. And so when I put like 15, not even, why did I say 15? When I put like seven things on there, I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to get all of these. I understand that. But it was nice to be, to get something that was surprising. I did not expect to get it. And that was super fun. Um, we also just got a coffee grinder that just got here. This is boring. I think I'm realizing that it might be boring. And again, I, I, I do apologize if it is boring. I'm trying to figure out how to make this entertaining again. I just really wanted to get an episode out. Um, so forgive me, Father, for I have sinned and made a subpar podcast for the first five and a half minutes of this. But I am going to try to turn it around. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there was a funny thing that happened Christmas morning. <clears throat> Pardon me. And it was, uh, so Sam got, um, she had her stocking. She was at my home for Christmas and she has her stocking and she went through it and she had like a Sephora gift card. And you know, when you get a gift card, there's like a receipt on there that like shows you how much it is or whatever. And so she gets the receipt or the receipts in there and she looks at it and it was like for like 2138 and she's like, that's a, that's a very specific amount. That's very odd. And my, and she was like, maybe there's a mistake. But then my mom was just like, yeah, the receipt for the gift card is in there. And so we're like, oh, this is like legit. Okay. That's an odd amount. Thank you so much. That's great. And then she looks at the receipt and it's just a fucking Wendy's receipt. It's just, it was like, uh, it was a Wendy's Baconator meal with a 10 piece nugget. That was what was on there, and that uh, that had me on the floor quite literally. Like, that, I I think that is so funny. I don't even know if it's going to translate as funny or if I'm not a good storyteller, which I'm trying to improve on, but good Lord is that that was so fucking funny to me that the Wendy's gift card, that the Sephora gift card, which was for like $150, which was way too much. Uh, but then again, I don't know anything about, from what I understand about makeup, that's good for like an eye drop, not like a bottle, but like a drop of the eye drops is $150. I don't know what's happening with women's cosmetics, but holy shit is everything expensive. I also, again, fully aware that I know nothing about skincare products. I do think that women are getting taken for a ride when it comes to certain products like Sam has about 15 different moisturizers that she uses and uh, sometimes I'll take it and I'll like put it on my hands and she's like, what are you doing? That is a facial moisturizer. I'm like, oh, okay, is, is, this seems fine. She's like, no, 
it has to be for face. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so then, like, the next morning, like, I'll wake up and I'll just try to, like, put some on my face. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to put my moisturizer. Like, that is for nighttime. That is a PM moisturizer. Like, that seems insane. I don't know about you, but as a guy, I buy a bottle of lotion and that goes everywhere. Face, arms, dong, everywhere. I've ne I've never had a problem. Um, the way that they talk about it is like if you put that moisturizer on anywhere other than that, you will get leprosy. And I just don't think that that's true. I surmise that it is a ploy by fill-in-the-blank fucking company to get you to buy more shit. And if you want to do that, that's totally fine. But what all I'm saying is I've purchased a bottle of discount lotion from Walmart and everything's going just fine for me. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, she spent about, uh, yeah, she spent a bunch of money or she got a bunch of money on a Sephora gift card. And then, I don't know. That was very funny. The Wendy's gift card thing really, really floored me. Oh, this is cool. Um, one of the other Christmas gifts that I got, I'm trying to start a new hobby, trying to find new fucking avenues for entertainment. And I got an ice cream maker for Christmas. And boy, does that ice cream maker did it, did it, a slap. Like that's what it's, I'm really into it. And I was, I was, it was kind of just a random idea. Sam, I, there was a, there's a TikTok account that makes ice cream. This guy like t just generally has like an ice cream base and like puts a bunch of shit in it and then like puts in candy pieces or like Dunkin' Donuts or human body parts, like a bunch of random fun shit just into the ice cream and just like, and then writes in colorful marker on the top and puts it in his freezer. It's great. And so I was like, I would like to do that. Um, and I got it and Sam was very skeptical. She was skeptical that I was not going to use it and that I, uh, or like I would use it once and it's just not going to happen or that it's not going to be good or I'm not just going to blah, 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 whatever, whatever the case may be. However, guess who has been crawling, crawling up begging yours truly to make ice cream on a consistent basis. Dun, da, 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 Sam. It's, I gotta say, we've made, we've made, I've made one thing of it, and we made, like, cookies and cream, and it is some dank-ass shiz, dude. Like, the dankest of shiz. It's so good, and if you guys don't have an ice cream maker, just, it's a problem. Like, if you struggle with portion control or food, it, it is an issue, and it's, I, I'm looking forward to having having terrible bowel movements for the foreseeable future. I'm not lactose intolerant. I just know that like eating a decent amount of ice cream on a consistent basis isn't great for your small colon. How many fucking colons are there? Sometimes you hear like a commercial and it's just like, it could be infecting or uh, cause inflammation in the large colon. How, why is there a large one and a small one? I mean, they're both, they're both kind of a shit gig. <laughs> Wow. All right. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel already, and we're 12 minutes in, baby boy. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the hell out of this ice cream maker. Really enjoying the hell out of the ice cream maker. I can't wait. Yawn! Yawn! Can't wait for uh, to try out some new shit. I'm going to put some maybe some candy pieces in there, some yogurt. I don't know. Why did I say that? But I'm just going to make... It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to try to probably make some like once a week, once every 10 days, something like that. <clears throat> but yeah, that's really fun. Um, cool. Well, something else that's happened, um, since we last did this was something that I'm not going to get over for, um, many moons, as they say. And they is whoever you think it is. Um, so New Year's Eve, um, my boys, uh, the, the Ohio State Buckeyes, um, played a football game against Georgia, which I will go to my grave and I will instill in my children that they go to it with theirs that we should have won that game. Uh, Ohio State was quite easily the better team. They dominated most aspects of that game for 95% of it. Um, we played incredibly well on defense. We got really big stops. Every single 50-50 call in the game went against us. And we got almost zero breaks in that whole game. And our best players were out injured. And we still should have won that game. Had ourselves an opportunity of a fucking lifetime. Um, and it really, like, there's a bunch of stuff that happens, like, with the, like, the fact that, like, we were going to fake the punt and they got the timeout, supposedly got the timeout in on time. It looked late to me, but I'm definitely biased, obviously. Um, so that fucking sucked. The fact that I don't Marvin Harrison Jr. got blown out of the game on what is clearly a dirty hit. It's a it's a it's a dirty hit on an on on a uh, defenseless receiver, which I really fucking hate that term. But if you're going to apply it and do it, that is what that was. And that is what is absolutely unequivocally wrong with like the targeting rule. The targeting rule in college is so broken and it is so universally ex like stated and believed that it is broken and they refuse to do jack diddly fucking squat about it and I, I don't understand. So it is, I mean, thank God they don't like make players go back to the locker room. They eject them, but they can at least stay on the sidelines. But I don't understand. So you're telling me that this rule targeting is either the worst thing that can happen on a football field or no penalty seems wrong to me that doesn't se like i understand what the rule is trying to do the rule is trying to make it so that players are not launching themselves at other players that they are not lowering the crown of their helmet because that puts themselves as well as obviously the person that they're tackling in danger fully understand that and i'm cool with it de-incentivizing players to make those types of hits however the way that it is applied the way that it is so inconsistent is bananas B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas. It's fucking insane. Like, that was so clearly a hit on a defenseless receiver that I, I, I don't understand. And the fact that it wasn't, it was nothing, like, make it something. Make it a fucking unsportsmanlike conduct. 
make it a five yard penalty, make it a 10 yard. It is, it has to be something like it cannot be that it is simply the worst thing in the fucking world or no penalty at all. And it really rustles my, my gin, my ginger feathers because if we would have had a penalty there, we would have had it first and goal at the two up 11. Then if we score a touchdown, we go up 18. I believe that was either at the very end of the third or the very beginning of the fourth. And that game is over even. And it was the, it was the fucking the worst case scenario of everything. So like, cause I was trying to rationalize in my head. I was like, okay, so if he gets hurt, that fucking sucks. It's obvious that he's hurt. It's obvious that he has a concussion. His arms went out to the side. Like he has a concussion. He is not coming back in the game. But I was like, okay, if he's not coming back in the game, at least we got the penalty and we're going to be able to punch it in on three straight runs for a touchdown. At least we're going to be able to do that. And then they go to fucking, that's the other thing is that they, um, they go to commercial saying that it wasn't, that it was targeting and you come back from commercial and they've overturned the call, which again, I don't, I disagree with the fact that they overturned the call at all, but the fact that they didn't even explain themselves they just fucking came back and they were like, oh, by the way, they overturned the targeting call and it's a field goal for Ohio State and they're up 14. What the hell? Give me some explanation here. And then they always have some fucking jerk off who's like the goddamn, like the rules expert. And they're like, well, Charlie, what did you see on that play? Which, fuck off, Charlie. Charlie, it, it, come in and tell me what the rule is. Explain to me what the rule is and then shut the fuck up. Because after that, you might as well just ask Tom in the stands what his opinion is. Because that's all it is. None, no one involved in this can actually change or make a ruling. It is up to the official on the fucking thing. So everybody's opinion doesn't matter. Like, that's what's, it's so, fr because every single time, 90% of the time, they're like, oh, let's bring in Mike Pereira. Mike, what, you, what did you see on that play? Well, I actually, uh, I would see that as a, well, I saw that he, he lowered this and he squatted that and he took a shit last Thursday. And so therefore, by my estimation, I believe that they're going to go with the call on the field. And then they're like, okay, well, let's listen to the on-field referee, Steve. And it goes to Steve and Steve just like, after further review, the ruling on the field is overturned. And, it, and the guy in the studio has to just be like, oh, well, I guess I see what they're saying. It's just like, it, it's so stupid. It's such a redundant position that we were fine for like 50 years with football without this fucking guy coming in. And it's not like I'm not, it's not Mike Pereira's fault. It, it's not any, I just, the, the position of that person is stupid and doesn't need to exist because they get it wrong 75% of the time. It's like, I don't understand. And that, that's it's just so it, it bothers me to no end because like if you want to come on if there's like a weird rule or like a weird I don't know something come in and explain to me what happened but that's it I don't want your fucking opinion I don't want you I don't know I want I don't want to know what you would do because that's no different than I can ask my buddy net sitting next to me what he would do because all of us have the same ability to change the outcome of the field of the play on the field which is zero 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 trillion like that's how much of a likelihood we have it's stupid so yeah Ohio State got fucked and that sucked I didn't like it I didn't like it one bit I do not like it Sam I am I don't I think that's what they say in that book but water it also stinks it also really stinks because 
of who we would play in the national championship game. Like I like we we would have played TCU, and now I do understand TCU is a good team. TCU beat Michigan. Ohio State wasn't able to beat Michigan. TCU is a very scrappy, hard to beat, tough, resilient team. However, if you were like, "Hey Matt, who do you want to play for the national championship?" Texas Christian University would be near the top of my fucking list. Yes, they might have Christ on their side, but they don't have Christ as a middle linebacker. Sure, they he he is with us, but he is not going to be able to stop CJ Stroud and Marvin Harris. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that we would like wipe the floor with them, but it really hurts because it's essentially like if we win that game, if we make that field goal, if any of the 15 other things that went against us in that game, if one or two of them go for us, we're playing for a national championship game against a Big 12 team that is fine. That also hurts. Because I'm not, again, I'm not, that, there's a reason they play the game, and TCU's a very good team, and they were able to beat Michigan. Although Michigan, I think, had about, just about their worst game fucking possible, and Coach Harbaugh seemed to not want to win that game at times. Um, So that really stinks, that we, we would have been able to play TCU for the title. And... Yeah, that's it. Also stinks because I said no to some comedy shows next Monday night. Just in, just in case my boys won, shows where my priorities are. But yeah, that it all it all hurts. It's gonna be years before I fully get over that one. I mean, that's up there with like, that's up there with twenty nine, two thousand nineteen Clemson and two thousand fifteen Michigan State in terms of just like an absolute shot in the nads of how much that hurt. That one will. December 31st, 2022. A date which will live in infamy. If you know who that is, you're listening to the right podcast. What else? What else? Um, I think I need to change my diet. Hard pivot. I think I might need to change my diet because I have been taking record-breaking shits. Like the like, just earth shattering, fucking crack the ceramic style shits. It's it's become an issue. I mean, just paste. Like I'm shitting a gogurt. Like it like, and it's hard to get it all out of the tomb. And it's just, like that's it's not been good, is what I'm saying. And I do, I do think that part of that has to do with the fact that it was and has been the holidays. And the holidays, as you get older, realize that you're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm gonna be shitting for weeks, because that, like, you, your diet during the holidays is, it's borderline, like, a mental health crisis. I mean, my family doesn't like drink alcohol, but like, the sweets that we have are crazy and if any of you have a sibling who's a baker you know what i'm saying if any of you have one to four KitchenAid mixers at any of the places you went for the holidays you know exactly what i'm talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about 
walk in, there's cookies everywhere. And he's like, what am I not going to eat these cookies? I don't know what I'm doing, man. But yeah, the cookies are so good. The fucking cookies. The pie. The... Uh, Hannah, my sister, makes Oreo truffles. You go to church, there's cookies. You go to restaurants, there's cookies. Where there's so many cookies. Everybody, everywhere's got cookies. Go to like a Chinese buffet, and they give you what do they give you at the end of it? Cookies, fortune cookies, but the same family. A very distant, slightly not. A, good-tasting, distant cousin, but the same family nonetheless. Cookies are everywhere, and I ate them all. Ate all the cookies. There's a bunch of pie. I mean, even the even the, the good stuff is, like, there's a bunch of turkey and mashed potatoes and salt and every... Dude, I mean, my insides are just absolutely obliterated. They are just, woo, gone. I don't know. I had a burger the other night for the first time in a while. Like, sometimes I'm, like, I'm eating. Like, I'll order something or get something. I'm like, what am I doing? Wow, that was Sebastian for a second. I didn't even mean it to be Sebastian. But, like, what are you doing? Like, that's that's not. I feel like everybody has a Sebastian impression now. Um, but, yeah, the my my bowel movements are aggressive, to say the least right now. Um, so I think I need to just intro, I don't know, call in if you know foods that have fiber in them. Also, call in if you believe in vitamins or multivitamins. I'm not, I don't believe either way, but I do think that, like, I've been taking a multivitamin every day for, like, a year, and I don't know if it does anything. They're very tasty and very delicious and very little num 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 little chewy. Like a like a like a like a fucking prescription Scooby snack, but it's I don't think it does anything, and I know that I'm probably wrong, but it doesn't feel like it does anything. So if you know any foods that have more fiber in them, so probably vegetables. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Sometimes you like take account, like you do, you go through the Rolodex of what you eat in the past like couple days or like a past like week, and you're like, oof, I haven't eaten anything green. You know? And the stuff that I have eaten that's green is artificially colored green. I I just I think I need to eat more need eat more healthy stuff and less processed shit. Not gonna help with the ice cream maker, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know. All right, I've touched on Christmas gifts, Ohio State, machetes. Okay, I'll, I'll probably wrap it up here in a couple minutes. Like I said, it's uh, going to be a quicker one this week. Um, but I've been watching this uh, this documentary on Netflix about uh, Bernie Madoff. Ever of him? And um, I, I haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished. I want that out there. I have not finished this documentary on Bernie Madoff, but I do think I'm ready to say I'm not a big fan. I, I could could change my mind. There's about an hour left of the last episode. It's a long. There's, I think it. I think it's a longer episode for a reason. I don't want to sell this guy short. But from where I sit, he could have done some things a little bit more by the book. That's my opinion. Um, the SEC seemed to repeatedly disagree with me. 
Um, there were plenty of investors that for long periods of time seemed to disagree with me. But from what I can see, he's not, he's not that great of a guy. And I, I, yeah, he's not that great of a, it is, it is crazy. And it also leads me to believe that, um, money isn't real. I don't know how it's real. I understand, like, if I open up my wallet, there's some money in it. And that's obviously real. I'm not schizophrenic. But the fact... I don't understand... How? 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 Like... I don't know. This is going to sound very dumb. And I'm I and a decently smart person, but I'm very... I, I, I know I'm very dumb when it comes to this stuff. But, like, so we're super in debt, Right? as a country but i also that doesn't affect me somehow i don't know how that works but we're in debt like trillions of dollars which is also not even a real number like we can just establish that it past billions i don't that mean it means so it means nothing that is a nothing number to me 100 dollars is way more real than one trillion like it's i don't i don't know but we owe, we owe a bunch of money to places, specifically China. We owe trillions of dollars. However, we just passed like a $900, $800 dollars defense plan. Where is it coming from? I don't understand. Like, I know that there's like taxes are involved. And I know that that's it, though. The government doesn't have, like, a fucking lemonade stand where they're, like, making money. It's tax, but where's it all coming from? We owe so much money, but we get more money, but we don't pay off the debt, but we still have money even though we're in debt. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Call in, email, fucking... Send me a pigeon if you fucking know how this works, but I don't think it's real. I don't understand it, and the fact that Mr. Mr. Madoff was able to do, um, again, not holding judgment, not, not casting aspersions, the documentary is not over, I would like, I for one, would like to finish it before I judge this man, but the fact that he was able to run a $68 billion Ponzi scheme under the nose of and survive multiple SEC investigations, sub, uh, survive multiple people saying, hey, this is looks a little fucked up, this looks a little shady. The fact that he was able to do that for 40 plus years. Worrisome. I don't know. Like, I know that this fucking old news, like, talking about the, like, Bernie Madoff, a 2008 Ponzi scheme. However, it is shocking what he was able to do and i just don't understand how how it works like that you can fake 68 billion dollars worth of transactions on it like like i don't th there's there's not a single part of this documentary that is highlighting how fucking cool that is actually there should be like an entire episode titled like this is kind of dope though right like, yes, I mean, cry me a river. I lost my house or uh, my kids can't go to college. Yeah, but it was kind of dope, though. It was kind of dope.
Like, had, did any of the interviewers say that? I don't know if they did. To be like, yes, I'm sorry you lost your family's legacy fund. However, it was pretty fucking sick that he did it, though, right? Like, I think that's what's really lost in all of this, is that it's pretty dank that he was able to do it for that long. Like, that's insane, dude. I don't know. It, but do it to like the stress that you have to be under constantly when running a $68 billion Ponzi scheme, dude, that's insane. I used to work at, uh, I used to have a marketing job where we were supposed to call a bunch of our clients and there were some of them that I didn't call for a couple months in a row. And every time I didn't call them, I was terrified that someone was going to, like, that they were going to call in or my manager was going to be like, hey, why haven't you done your job? Why haven't you called these people? And it was like a bullshit marketing job in Ohio with, like, zero stakes. And that was, that. Uh, sometimes I lost sleep over it. I can't imagine just, like, how tightly wound are you as a person who is basically stealing $68 billion. That's insane. That's actually insane. Yeah, I don't know, man. So I guess after watching it, again, haven't finished, but my my takeaway is that money is largely not real, and I super don't know how it works. At the very least, I don't know how it works. Um... I know how it works on a local level, but I think after a certain threshold, we can all agree nobody really has any idea what's going on. And as the documentary proved, even the people that say they know what's going on either don't or are actively lying to you. So that's not great. But what are you going to do? Um, besides, you know, just fucking hang out and watch sports. <laughs> that's kind of it, you know. Hang out, watch sports, play Modern Warfare and FIFA. So, cool. Well, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I don't have much else uh, for today. Um, I've actually got to edit this tonight. So, uh, yeah, as always, this is Matt Bowman is Bothered. Follow me on, uh, subscribe to my YouTube at Matt Bowman Comedy, um, Instagram, Matt Bowman Comedy, TikTok, Matt Bowman Comedy, Twitter, Bat Bowman. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, share this, let everybody know about it. Thank you so much. Stay bothered, folks. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.